0: The Dark Feminine is a podcast for women of color entrepreneurs, anyone interested in entrepreneurship, competence, leadership, business building, or for those of us who just like listening to my voice. And hello, it has certainly been a while. Welcome back to The Dark Feminine. My name is Kalila Jones, I'm the host, and it's been, oh, I cannot believe it, a year since I recorded an episode. Well, I recorded an episode that I then published. And while I would love to have good excuses on why things have been so uneven in my cadence of publishing podcasts, really life just got in the way. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. And I hope you enjoy it. So it's been a while, as I said. My goal was two podcasts a month. And that would give me, I thought, a little bit of wiggle room towards the end of the year. Things got really busy or crazy. But I only managed three in 2021. Womp womp. As I said before, there are excuses galore. I actually realized that the why of why I took this big long break made a really good episode. So here we go. Today I want to talk about burnout. So let's rewind to the beginning of 2021. Yeah, about 365 days ago, the beginning of the beginning of March. And every year I sit down and I write four or five goals of what I want for the year and then I spend yeah, probably the first couple months really thinking about okay, I have these really big goals, how do I reach them? So in 2021, my goals were to turn over 450K, 450 k $450,000 in my business, to start a book, to feature on a TED Talk, to hire a full-time employee, to work only six hours a day, and to develop an exit strategy from my business. And as you can see, the goals were huge, And so really breaking down, well, what does each one look like? What can I do every single day? One little thing that then ladders up to progress in a month and then a quarter. And then, you know, it's December 2021. Looking back, have I gotten to those things? I spent a lot of time doing that at at the beginning of the year and sketching out what I could do to reach each of these things. And one of the things that I did was I decided that I wanted to take a really big step back from Careful Feet Digital, which for those of you who are tuning in for the first time is my digital marketing agency that I founded in 2018. And I scaled to a team of eight people currently from all over the world. And it's been quite a ride. So, you know, I'll talk another time maybe about exactly why it is that I wanted to exit and kind of move on to my next thing outside of Careful Feet Digital. But the bottom line is that I I felt like having a strategy, having a plan in place was the way to go. And so I decided to start looking for other part-time jobs so I could then bring down my time and my availability for Careful Feet Digital to part-time There was one full-time job there, and that also helps, obviously, in sales conversations because I can say, hey, I have kind of one foot in, one foot out. That makes it easier, obviously, for succession planning, for someone to see, hey, this person is able to not work full-time in their business and for it still to be successful and all of that kind of stuff. So again, there were a lot of drivers there that really led to why I wanted to to go uh, part-time in my business and try something else out. So in the beginning of March, I applied for a CEO role at a a well-known women's technology company, and that, for me, was, at the time, coalescing a lot of these goals, other goals that I had, as well as what I'd kind of been working for for a really long time, so... I was looking for a platform to, you know, launch a book and a TED Talk. And after starting my own business, stepping into a paid CEO role and, you know, moving on from being a founder to an actual hired CEO was a really good way, I thought, to close one chapter, start another, have kind of a success story, quote unquote, if you will. And then, in terms of working for a company that's all about like female empowerment and female empowerment in the tech space, although I run a digital marketing agency, I work with a ton of tech companies. That is my background from before CFD. So I just thought it was perfect. And I was super excited and rushed into the decision without maybe taking a peek under the hood in terms of the organization. Most importantly, their governance and their company structure, their finances, the way that their employees felt. It just turned out to be a very bad decision. The business was extremely unstable. The culture was pretty toxic and the leadership there was really disengaged. So it ended up that I was a toothless CEO is the way that I would love to describe it. Basically churning my wheels with no board support, No financial support. So being handed, you know, a company that's essentially in a financially failing position, and it just weighed on me so much. It was very, very hard. And initially, I felt like it was my fault. And in some ways, you know, it definitely was. Obviously, I could have done more due diligence. I probably could have asked more deep questions during the interview process, but I was so flattered that you know, I'd been essentially asked if I wanted to apply by the outgoing CEO for this role. And I think that I could have asked more questions and done a little bit more due diligence rather than be pulled in by a brand, by a message. But what ended up happening is that I essentially wasted eight months feeling extremely stressed about the stewardship of, again, a fairly large organization that has a good reputation and, and making sure that that i was doing something that, you know, can stand and actually be viable and that was not part of of what I thought I signed up for. I ended 2021 feeling really jaded and burned out and I realized now looking back that over the months from April, May, June, I started to collapse inward because I just felt so overwhelmed. And I started to feel really bitter. And it really made me start to think about being an entrepreneur and working for smaller businesses and working with people that also work in small business. So for companies where things are much more malleable, much smaller, much more unformed, it really made me doubt that career path and that passion that until this experience I really have had, And so for a really long time, I let myself kind of sit and stew in that anger, not only for being put in a bad situation and what could have been a bad situation from a public perspective, right? Like if the company had gone bankrupt, for example, or if the company had just ceased to trade, I was very conscious of how that would look both for me professionally, but then also how that would affect the people that, you know, use this organization. It was just really tough. The good news and and the reason I wanted to record a short podcast is because it also helps me really understand and really look back on those big goals and determine, okay, I've learned some things. What is this experience trying to tell me? Is it telling me that working for a small business is just unless it's completely mine or unless I, you know, give it a full MOT, a full check over 100 percent, open the hood and don't just peek, but like disassemble the engine to understand every little flaw? Is that something that I need to do to move forward? What does an exit strategy look like if moving into another small company is is not for me? Should I let just one bad experience get to me? I mean, you know, after I felt my feelings for a couple of months, I did start to to think about what i I wanted. And it also helped me look at my business, which I'd been putting everything into night and day for the past at that point, three and a half, four years. Stepping away made me love it. Distance makes the heart grow fonder, and it made me recommit to it on a different level. So I got clarity on the bigger picture. I was able to come back to those key goals and say, right. So I've tried one version of an exit strategy. I'd actually entered into some sales conversations in the summer, and I did test out the narrative of, hey, I'm working part-time, and that is something, actually, that potential acquirers really were interested in. So again, not a wasted experience, something that was really helpful. I also was able to have the company meet that revenue target. We actually shattered it. We broke over half a million last year. And that was really exciting because that was with me stepping away. I've talked a lot about on my Instagram and in formal conversations or even just chats how when I started CFD, that company was my everything. I was my company. My company was me. And so when people were buying CFD services, I was under no illusions that oftentimes they were buying me, which is great when you're first starting out, but obviously as you grow, And you may want to try something else or you may just want to shift, you know, little things in your life. That's very hard if you're hiring people and they're starting to do the selling, but people are trying to buy you. So that definitely could be its whole own podcast episode and definitely should be. But I was really happy that we finally are able to start to move away from people buying me. They're buying really high quality digital marketing services once I still oversee. I built that business. I built our strategic frameworks. I built the way that we do things. But it's great that the team is really starting to take in and take over. I also am so happy to say that I was able to hire someone full-time at the beginning of this year, but we had started the conversations late last year. And that's obviously a function of me stepping back more and other people stepping, stepping in more. So I, I, was able to meet half (laughs) of the goals that I, I set for myself. Definitely, I'm still working more than six hours a day. And the book and the TED Talk did not come to fruition. I've rolled all of those goals over into 2022. And having this experience, it gave me clarity on... Some of the bigger things, I obviously have a lot of fodder for a book now. I have a pretty good idea for a TED Talk. I have started publishing some articles, again, about the culture that I experienced in this role, about the burnout that I experienced because everything just felt so morally bankrupt (laughs) as well, and about how I started to realize that I could bring my emotions and kind of my emotional mentality a little bit to the table in making business decisions Definitely got pretty emotional not being paid by this company for six months. But I think as well, you know, that brought some career changes. The exit strategy, like I said, I realized that that was something I needed to ratchet down on if I want to sell the company, which that's one of the goals for 2022. And so one of the things that I decided to do because I was so burned out, so burned by this experience is to take a career break. And what that looks like for me is actually taking a full-time job in a much bigger company. And that's what I'm doing right now. And I think that that's really interesting, right? Because so many people, when they take a career break or when they hear one, maybe they think that, oh, that's someone who's just traveling or doing something that doesn't have to do with like work. But for me, I'm working in the same industry. I'm doing the same kinds of things. But for me, I really wanted to go and try out what it was like to work in a very well-funded, very large company with very different types of clients. And so that's what I'm doing right now. And I have to say, I'm learning a lot and it does really feel great to know that I have lots of money to play with. I'm not building something from scratch. I'm not building something by myself or at least starting with me. CFD has a great team and it feels great to close my computer at 5 or 6 p.m. and um, log back in at 8 the next morning and take off weekends and not have to think so much about all the other stuff. So I'm enjoying that, that career break right now. But the biggest thing and the thing that I'll close with is that I've started to really start to think about all the people who work for small and even even bigger companies who have these really bad experiences. And whether calling these companies and these people out is helpful. And if it is, then in what ways we can do that and still remain constructive. Now that might feel like a strange way to end this. And as you know, values, culture, this is something that's very important. And that I'm noticing in my new role, for example, that not all companies do prioritize. And it's something that we really prioritize at Careful Feet Digital. Although we have had some turnover of team members, we do really enjoy a really strong core team, especially now with the great resignation. I think that that's even more important. And I think that one of the reasons why we have that is because building a culture, building this truly amazing, it's a digital workspace and ethos, but this digital workspace where I think that people feel like they're cared about, cared for, really makes a difference. And I think on the other side of that, I think especially when there are organizations that say those things and don't do them. And again, episode two talks a lot about this, but as somebody who now has seen that up close, I am grappling with how much, you know, as I share this experience and how it affected me, how much it is right and or possible to go into the details without burning bridges with people that probably, to be quite honest, I don't need to leave the door open. But certainly I would rather not affect the careers of some of the really hardworking people that I interfaced with in this role. But anyway, I'm back. I'm feeling much better, rested and Ready for 2022. So, on top of the TED Talk and the book, I am going to publish an article about this experience in full a little bit later this year. That will be something that will also be part of my book. And I have a couple of other goals in terms of obviously selling CFD, continuing to step back from the business more and more. Right now, I serve on the board. Um, And then some fun things like taking a butchery course, weird for a vegetarian, I know, spending some time this upcoming winter in Iceland. I just want to see the Aurora Borealis and honestly just stay in a cabin in the middle of nowhere for a while. So lots of fun goals. I'm excited for the year ahead. And I do think that this experience, as crazy as it was, really has set me up for meeting these goals and having more clarity. So I'm excited about that as well. So This was more of just, I suppose, an update, but also a little bit of a rumination. And I'm excited to see where 2022 goes and excited to reconnect with everybody. Until next time, thanks for listening.